Hey, this is Brett Rodasta with Get Thick Workforce, and I'm sitting today with my good friend, Michelle Wall, and uh, she's also a client. And I wanted to share Michelle's story with everyone today because um, I think she's awesome because she has such a busy life. She has four young children. Um, she is a full-time mom. She manages to her schedule so she can find time to take care of herself. Uh, I'd like to also dive in today with her on her nutrition. I don't 100% know all about it, but I think she's it's pretty spot on on feeding her family healthy foods. And um, anyway, Michelle, if you could share with us a little bit about yourself. And um, all right, glad to be here. Um, I've been attending your boot camp since I guess January of 2009 almost eight years yeah um so I guess in the past I've always been an exerciser but never an athlete is kind of how I, the category I put myself in and in the past I um I always kind of was a good I like to run for exercise not competitive um and I would like to run outdoors and then at some point I became a little fearful of safety and I went through trying a number of at different times in life, it would be some kind of indoor type of exercise, a gym or a step aerobics class, or and they always would fade out relatively quickly. I mean, I stayed active, but there would be down times. And I've never stayed with anything as long as the class that I do with you. And I think a big piece of that is that we're outdoors a lot. And okay. that's a big part of why that fits so well for me. Okay. But it also offers the safety of not being out running on alone. Okay. So I think that's it. And then in the time of day, I think is really an important piece too. I like that early in the morning. That's okay. Yeah. So yeah, we work out at, at 530 in the morning. So I, I, I never knew that about you. So you like, you like the outdoors piece. Yeah. What do you, what do you like about that? I think it's just, it's calming and it's um, easier to just kind of sort it out. I'm also not particularly coordinated. So any kind of dancey class isn't really, Yeah. I'm spending too much time trying to figure out how to, how to yeah. do it than really just getting a workout in. I remember when I started the boot camp, or we call it boot camp. It's more like fitness. It's more like training now. It's evolved into training because yeah. we don't kill every workout or try and just it's beat ourselves up every workout. Yeah. It's a very sustainable program. Yeah. Exactly. And, and, um, so, you know, when I started it, I thought one of my biggest fears was the warm-up, like co a coordinated, choreographed warm-up, warm because I do not like to dance either. I went to yeah. a step aerobic class in my life one time, and it was it was really comical. I left yeah. after 10 minutes. I got up and left. Oh, you didn't even make it to the class? I didn't even make That's it. That's impressive. At one point, I like, I like jumped up and... Everyone else was turned around. I guess they yeah, did some, yeah. and I'm facing everybody, and my hands are in the air. And but you know, there's a certain double standard. There's a tolerance for men in that. <laughs> if you're a woman and you're that, it's even worse. So <laughs> did that ever do you? Oh yeah, oh yeah. Zumba, not for me. Oh no, no some people love the Zumba. I I couldn't do it. I mean, people ask me to do it all the time. I'm like, no. I like to just work out. I like to be outside too, and that's yeah. one thing that. Um, we'll come inside on a, on a really inclement weather, but I cannot wait to get back outdoors. And there is, there's a peaceful calming that, that, that comes with being outside, you know, yeah. the stars above, everything's big and your problems just seem to not as big as, as, as they, 
they could be, you know, it gives you a yeah. sense of calm and a sense of And peace. I think that the group that you've attracted is a big piece of it too, because while we might say, oh, that was horrible, it was a hard workout, we also then turn around and look at you and say, thanks, I really needed that. Yeah. And the part where we say, thanks, I really needed that is stronger than the, wow, that was kind of horrible. Yeah. <laughs> so it was only horrible for a second. <laughs> and what I like about being out, outdoors also is, um, I call it, it's, it, it helps you be tough. It's part of that grit, you know. There's just the, if it's cold, your body's fighting this to, to, to adjust the temperature if it's hot. And then I'll carry that over into when I'm walking into the supermarket and it's in the middle of August and it's 100 degrees outside and it could be miserable, but I'm not getting beat down by it, if that makes sense. It's yeah. just, oh, it's hot out here. It's not as big as it. As I would imagine it would affect some who aren't accustomed to that. Your, your threshold for discomfort becomes more tall, I guess, more tolerant or higher. Or yeah, yeah, yeah. Your, the threshold becomes higher. Yeah, totally. I think so. So tell me, all right. So we work out at five thirty in the morning. Mm-hmm. Like, so how I do you do that? Like, what are your obstacles that you have? Four children, yeah. and one of them has has autism, yeah. and I don't know what her sleep schedule is like, but I want to talk about how do you do that? Like, what do you do as, how can you, what can you share with another mom out there who wants to be in shape and can't get over that first obstacle of just waking up in the morning and getting it done? Like what, what step do you Uh, take? I don't know. Is there something special? I don't know. I think that, I think it's, an attitude and maybe sometimes a, a shift in perspective rather than I'm going to work out because I'm supposed to or I have to or because it's good for me if I value that time as my time for myself mm. I get to work out I get to do something for me because I do a lot for a lot of other people so yeah. if I get to do this and I get to do it for me then I become a little bit greedy with it and stingy like I don't want anything messing it up okay and, when, and occasionally something does like I have a if I have a parent-teacher conference and it's going to be first thing in the morning, I probably need to come with having had a shower and some makeup on. So that day I might not work out, but I try to not have too many of those in one week. And yeah. so I think if you just really shift your perspective on this is something I get to do for me and it's my time that's for me. And, yeah. and also if you're working out with a group of people who you enjoy and yeah. that makes a difference, a big difference, because I look forward to seeing those people every day. Yeah. So, I, I, I agree with that. Seeing the, 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 the people and having a group of, even if it's just one other that you enjoy. And we're not super chatty. We're not a lot of, there's not a whole lot of talking going on. It's really mm-hmm. low key and calm and just might be, how was your vacation? How was your weekend? If you know someone's going through something tough, it's just, it's just, it might just be a couple sentences spoken that morning. It might not even be a lot of back and forth. Mm-hmm. And I think that's kind of, we kind of have a great, group in that regard too really um considerate but nobody's pushing too hard making demands on you yeah 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 giving you your space to be yourself understanding that the the climate i try and create is even when it started then you guys just grabbed hold and and you're the more the, the dynamic than i am and where you just give each other the space to take care of yourself for a minute and you mentioned uh that it was your time your hour and I think that's a great perspective because I think a lot of parents or people, caretakers, yeah. feel selfish in taking that one hour for themselves. And I think that 
you know, I think when I hear you say that, I think that I want to share that that's, that's important that you take that, that time to take care of yourself. I've read that if you, you can take care of other people better if you've taken care of yourself first. I completely believe that. I think you cannot be a hypocrite to your children either. I think that your kids know it all, even if you just can't keep any secrets from your kids. So yeah. they know how you're living. And you demonstrate how to live to your children. Yeah. And so I think if I don't feel like doing it for myself, because it changes, you know, then I need to do it for them. Yeah. Because that's like the mom by I want to be. Yeah, that's right? the mom I want to be. I want to be a mom they're, they're proud of or that yeah. This, that's a good example. Okay. Yeah. All right. So you get your workouts in. You're, you're pretty good. Like four days a week. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That seems to serve you well. Yeah. It All does. Right. And then, you know, I try to do something active with the kids on the weekend. But sometimes my it, I, that doesn't have come together. If I'm watching them in a swim meet, I'm sitting in the stands. I'm not doing anything active. And yeah. if that's how it goes, that's okay. That's yeah. fine. Because four is enough. Four is good. Yeah, yeah, I agree. And you're real consistent with that. Yeah. So what about, let's say you're in, you've just had a really rough week. The kids have been up and you don't want to work out. It's one of those days where it's not, it's not my time. What, what motivates you then to, to get out? Is it the same? Some days nothing motivates me. It's just the habit I've created because I've been doing it for so long. Okay. So it's my habit. And I also know how crummy I'm going to feel around 10 a.m. and cranky because I didn't do it. Okay. <laughs> so maybe yeah. it's the negative in that on some days. Yeah. The, I'm really going to feel cranky and, yeah. you know, and then, and maybe someday you just don't make it because you were just in that place and then you felt cranky and boy, if you're going to feel better the next day, I guess you're going to get up. Well, that's cool. Yeah. So, like, Occasionally, that it doesn't. Is, yeah. I can relate to that because if I don't work out, like I've gotten to the point, like let's say someone's listening right now and you just want to get started working out. What's going to happen? If you can make it through the first three months, yeah. if you can get through that point or maybe even the first six months of, of just showing up, you don't even have to work that hard when you get there. If you just show, show up, up for that time frame, you don't need to go out and try and win the gold medal day one but you can get in that habit for the six months and then it does it happens where oh I feel I feel worse when I do not exercise and I think you've created a really safe space for that and I think that's why this has worked for so long because in life you have I mean there's times when it's tough and seasons I, of yes just tough. and there's and it is okay to just show up and put in the minimum yeah. there's no whatever your best is when you're there that's great and you yeah. can be comfortable in that and when your best isn't what you have to give then that's just safe and it's okay yeah and that that's really what makes it sustainable because life I, gets in the way I, I call it i have an equation i use i'm going to give a hundred percent of yeah. whatever i've got <laughs> so some days i only have 70 percent Right. But I'm going to give 100% of that 70%. I don't know if that makes yeah. sense. Yeah. It's like, I, you know, some days I'm the slowest runner. I think today, at today's work, I was the slowest runner. I was in the back. I was like, I don't, I don't have today. You know? Yeah, and I think but that'd I be okay. Up. And it's not, it's not a competitive, no one's there to compete with each other. They're, you're competing just, you're just trying to be your best version of yourself. Yeah. And I think it's really pure. And I think yeah. that's why it works too. Awesome. Yeah. And I think it also to speak to the whole what motivates or what gets in the way we all have good excuses. I have a lot of good excuses. So not, you have so yeah. many excuses. Right. So then it comes down to, do you want to be successful or do you want to have a good excuse? Yeah. Because you can't have both. Yeah. So which is it? And I just want to be successful in whatever it is in life. Mostly my heart is, is my children. So for me, 
my kids are what motivate me. But all of this has impacted the kids because when my kids got interested in triathlons, well, you're the person that did their swim lessons. So I started asking you because I knew you'd done some. So you came and I've never done a triathlon. So you came and you showed them how to do it, how to set up, how to do transitions, how to do the bike, how to do all of it. And you got them rolling and they loved it and it just lit them up. And, and when, um, so then once we did that, I was like, okay, well they have to be swimming more. This isn't going to work if they're not. So we got them on swim team. Yeah. And then when I've had changes to make for them because our swim team disbanded and you've just kind of coached me in my being a sports mom. Cool. And I've been able to come to you and say, well, I know you were a swimmer. So what do you think about this? And this is what I'm thinking and and just kind of bounce stuff off. And Hank and I have both really appreciated that. Awesome. You've led the kids very well. I love (laughs) watching your children. I remember we, we... Well, I'm so grateful for your support over the years in, in, in working with your kids because when they show up for swim lessons and they were so cold and I was so cold and we were just shivering and they couldn't swim at all. No. And, and now I see them and they're just top triathletes and top swimmers. Oh, yeah. Well, the first year, Jeff wouldn't do it. I mean, oh, he just no. wouldn't do it. He was just crying. And we, I said, we'll try again next year. <laughs> He was three. And now I see him and he's, you know. He's going to state. State every year. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Just just really awesome to see. And then the the mom wisdom I've given you, I've shared from what I just watched my mom do over the years. It was taking me to swim practice all the time. I I feel like I know your mom and I really don't. I'm telling you, I don't know how you do it. Like now that I'm a parent, I have no idea how you got the, how you now, how my mom did it and how you get the children to practice so often. I mean, what is... What do you, how do you do that? Like, what do you do? Well, we can thank June, the youngest, for that. So June has autism. And so um, when we were really kind of figuring that out, the boys were swimming a couple days a week. But they were kind of just doing everything. You know, I was was the mom that was signing them up for a million different things. And we were trying all kind of different things. But it became very clear that June needed the water. And I didn't, I couldn't explain it in any kind of medical or science way or... You know, an occupational therapist can speak to that in to great extent. But as a mom, I knew that that little girl needed that water, and I knew that it was, it was the only time I saw my child with any joy. I mean, she was having it was hard, and so when she would get in the water, she felt joyful, and when she came out of the water, she felt organized and peaceful. Mm-hmm. And seeing that for her, and then also it really helped her. She has low muscle tone, and that really turned some things around. And Physically, she had she was a late walker. She had balance issues. So by giving her, helping her strengthen her core and her body through swimming, then her words started coming in. She has a lot of speech delay. So I think that it was physical, it was neurological, it was sensory, it was everything. So I became determined to get that little girl to the pool as much as possible. That was the thing I could do mm-hmm. that was going to give her the greatest benefit. And also, I needed to see my child happy, and I needed yeah. to be happy with her, and yeah. not. That was the best part of my day. Was it was peaceful. I was in the water, and I could connect with her. Yeah. And so, the boys got to swim a lot more often. There you go. <laughs> they can thank their sister. Yeah. <laughs> and so and it <laughs> was the thing. The extrinsic value. <laughs> They're yeah. awesome swimmers now. Yeah, that's thank the you. side. That's the fringe <laughs> side benefit of that. But the thing that's great is that all the kids get to do something great, and that's great for them, and they've connected socially with their swim team in a really neat way and there's service elements to the being on swim team they're they're responsible for setting up those lines and tearing down for swim meets and um 
just all that that is. And, and, well, and I see a lot of encouragement for the other swimmers. There's a, that team spirit of yeah. you, it's an individual sport. Like, you know, what I've seen a lot is the swimmer that isn't coming out of the water first, the one that's coming out 10th. Yeah. They're getting cheered on by the whole team and encouraged to do better at the, at that the meets. Is and that absolutely is absolutely true. It's so awesome. I got chills just talking about it right now. Oh, there was a day <clears> where <throat> June loves to get to go off the blocks. And so she had, on the days, one day a week she gets a private swim lesson. She doesn't actually swim with me. And that's the only day she gets to go off the blocks. And so she gets up on the blocks and she's got her little goggles on. <laughs> she's up there getting ready to go. And the swimmers were all... The swim team is in the same pool. So they're all lined up against the wall, getting instructions for their next thing. And I look over, all of them are turned with their goggles on and their little swim caps on looking at June to see what she's going to do. Yeah. And it was just the look on their faces. It was just encouragement. Yeah. It was the most pure, honest, just encouragement. Heartfelt encouragement. Yeah. Like, yeah, you can do it. And I mean, she's just arms and legs and... Pop. You know what I mean? Like she, they were like, they were to see something spectacular. <laughs> well, but that yeah. was spectacular. It was spectacular. You know, to yeah. have her jump off that block into the water, that's a yeah. big step. And when the team has spaghetti dinner night. And they night, know it's spectacular. And they're yeah. like, yeah. 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 And like when the team has spaghetti dinner night, I mean, she is a part of that team. I mean, she's not on the team officially. She's six right now. Yeah. But she's in, very inclusive. Do you think she'll she'll be able to be on the team? Do you think she'll I, swim? I believe that she can swim a 50 by the time she's in sixth grade. That's the goal. All right, good. <laughs> Any stroke legal. Just good. Freestyle. freestyle. We're going for freestyle. Just freestyle. A freestyle good. 50 by sixth grade. All that's right. the goal. All right, awesome. <laughs> I'm high-fiving Michelle right now. So that's that's that's, that's really cool. Yeah. I remember I, I worked with her a couple of times in the water. And yeah. um, you would come to me and say, I just want to see what to do when I'm in the yeah, water with tell her. me what to do. And I just remember she wasn't talking hardly at all yeah. back when I worked with her. But the communication in the water just was was awesome. So I understand what you're saying. There was a there you was connect a, with her. You, there's a connection. Mm-hmm. It's nonverbal. It's non. It's just there's a connection there yeah. that 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 took place. And so I can see over time that that can be built on. So good job. Okay. Thanks that. for all the all the support and advice. Lots of advice. <laughs> Swim advice. You got it. You got it. So um. What I want to do now is uh, kind of ask you just a few questions about, um, as in maybe just, my goal is to just give other people ideas on how to overcome some of the obstacles they do and then to learn from others and how they're, what they're doing. Sure. So um, how much, I'm going to ask you, just ask you some random questions. Okay. How much sleep do you get a night? Not enough. <laughs> <laughs> Um, How much can you live on? <laughs> I can I can survive on five hours as long as they're in a row. <laughs> That's okay. the trick. Do you do you have a nap, a siesta, or no. nothing? All right. No, and in fact, when I first started doing your boot camp. I had been a pure stay-at-home mom, and the reason up until that's why I came to start because I was helping at in our business oh, part time. Yeah, y'all are entrepreneurs. So I yes, yeah, so that's I needed a five a.m. kind of situation okay. because I was back to work. So for let's see, six years, that schedule was just about impossible because it was work out, get kids to school, go to the office for put in three to four hours, which doesn't sound like much, but then. You are home for the bus and off to swim practice and mm-hmm. 
laundry and dishes and food and grocery shopping. And yeah, it that was tight for now. I have a little more freedom again, yeah. and I have for about almost two years where I have I still need to go in, but not as consistently as I did before. Yeah. So, um, you know that can it can be a grind the time and the sleep and the how do you take care of yourself? And I think. <clears throat> My mother used to think I was crazy. Like, why didn't she just drop that getting up so early and exercising? She needs to sleep. She, you know, certainly she gets enough exercise running up and down those stairs with the laundry. Yeah, yeah. But she didn't understand that that was the only piece that was mine. Well, you That's get that mental me. break also. You yeah. get that piece of being outside and being by yourself. It's and, a relief. Yeah. Yeah. So no, I need that. Isn't a have to. That's a get to. Yeah. Okay. And 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 so. You know, the other thing that we talked about earlier, if you don't get enough sleep, you can gauge how hard you're going to work at the workout. You, you can yeah. manage that yeah. by yeah. just showing up. Yeah. And today, I'm doing five push-ups. Even though it says 10, I'm doing five. You know, yeah. you, can, you can do that. But you've got your 30 minutes in. All right. Awesome. Um, what is your go-to snack? What do you snack on in the Lately, day? it's probably cashews and... Um, Figs, raisins, that okay. kind of stuff. Like wholesome foods. Yeah, bananas. Okay. All right. Yeah. That 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 reminds me. You're big on non G. Wait on organic non GMO. Organic non GMO. But I remember one time you said, "Hey, if you can't afford or, or even go for organic, go non GMO. That's more important." What are your thoughts there? Yeah, I I think. What's realistic that people can do? What that if someone's listening, what? I think, I think, I think both, I mean both, but if, you know, if you, I love grapefruit and a lot of times grapefruit, I can't find an organic grapefruit in my grocery store. And for a while there, I wouldn't eat the grapefruit then. And so I kind of played with that a little bit. If I want a grapefruit, I'm going to have to just have a grapefruit. I'll get the kind I can. And sometimes I don't make it down to Whole Foods or Sprouts. So I just buy what they have. And if I can get my hands on organic, then I buy that. I think it matters, um, okay. but I just don't think we can ever make it perfect. Okay. So, it's so strive for perfection, but yeah. no, yeah, 80-20. Yes, yes. 80% and of the time. Yes. Now, I, I, I'm really, since you shared that with me, I, I focus more on, and what I've noticed is um, the organic, organic prices are coming down. Big time. A lot of times I can get apples and things. Yeah, you can just get what, apples and bananas easy. That's yeah, not a problem. Pretty, and, and you know, I'm good with apples. And then, but without a doubt, is non-GMO. No genetically modified yeah, foods I'm not at all. At all I don't do that, that at all. Right. So, you know, so, if you're listening now, a couple of things you can do outside of working out, you know, you've got to... You've gotta, clean up the diet. You've got to sure. clean the diet up. You can't... You can't it's hard to do one without the other. Yeah, you'll increase your flexibility and your strength, but if you're not eating right, you're going to offset the benefits of, of they're, they're, it works hand in hand. And you're going to be, um, you're going to miss out if you don't clean your diet up because your body's not going to heal properly from the workouts. Yeah, I think, I think the nutrition is important. And I think it's, um, I think clean eating is the first priority. Yeah. And then, and then you can start making sure that you're getting the right balance of carbohydrates and proteins and, and yeah. that. And then if within that, you're, if you're off, you feel it. If you've been eating really clean and right and then you eat bad, boy, yeah. you feel it. Yeah. And that kind of just is an incentive then to get back on track. That has been the biggest incentive. Once you get off all those junk carbs, one of his challenges, Dr. Barry Sears, was to actually go back eat the carbs after, after a couple of months. Yeah. 
you'll feel so sick that you won't it'll motivate you to not eat like that anymore yeah yeah, yeah. and that's that's a good thing yeah and yeah. clean eating is basically nothing in a box um okay uh let these, let's see um what what have you had any failures or setbacks in your... A million. A million? <laughs> yeah. Hey, what do you... You just push through them? What do you do? <laughs> can, can, can in, terms you of, in terms of can, nutrition, fitness, wit, which I, piece you would know you know what? Say? Let's go nutrition. Let, let, okay. Because I've been get, really... Pre- I mean, other than, you know, having a fourth baby, I took some time off. That but otherwise, be, I'm pretty I don't know if that'd be a failure. That'd <laughs> yeah. be an obstacle. No, but that's an obstacle. <laughs> yes. There you go. Better word. Um, so other than that, I'm pretty consistent. So the consistency is good. Um, but as far as nutrition... Yeah. yeah, because the thing is, is you could be doing it really right. And some things that are okay in moderation, and it's hard. Sometimes you're not honest with yourself. You think you're moderate, and you were for a good while, but you've yeah. slid in the ditch. Yeah. And so um, sometimes foods and foods that are okay in moderation, if the if portions aren't right, it's easy to just be like, yeah. oh, those three or four pounds creeped back on. And then yeah. you got to do something about it. What, I, what I'll do is... Um, Get a piece of paper. Get a, a, a journal for. It usually takes about a day, but yeah. if if you journal for a week, because in my mind I think I'm doing great. Yeah, and the thing is, we're but not when I journal like, it, I'm like, oh, I've been eating, <laughs> I've been eating ninety percent dark chocolate yeah, all day. Even exactly. though dark chocolate is great yeah, for two me. Two squares were fine. Like two squares, were fine. <laughs> fifty maybe not. You yeah, know? or two squares fifteen times a day. <laughs> not okay. Not okay. So. Put pen to paper is what I'll do to get out of that uh, rut. Yes, because I'm eating that's a good tool. clean. I'm eating healthy, but if I'm but if I'm eating just constant almonds and dark chocolate, well, that's not going to be good over yeah. a period of time. And I think that <clears throat> that's another thing you address in the mornings with us occasionally. It not not constant. It's not in a nagging way, but you address it in a way that it is. Um, it's not food shaming. It's just really about sort of leaning into improvements. I yeah. think and finding where you can improve. And I think the way that you've handled nutrition for with us has been great because there's times when I don't want to hear that message very much. Yeah. And I'm really just not going to hear it because I'm not in the mood to hear it. Yeah. But if it's not, if it's just kind of um, revisited in a meaningful way, then there's days where, there's a day where I want to hear it. And I really want to hear it and I grab on with both hands. And I just, yeah. and I'm ready to yeah. clean it up a little bit again. And yeah. so, yeah, I definitely slide off track and... I think, I one, know. you know, what I want to do with you you guys and the people I'm sharing my voice with is I'm not perfect. I'll, yeah. I'll lean towards the, the sugar and the dark chocolate and the whatever. Yeah. And that, and there's sometimes I don't want to hear it either. I don't yeah. want anyone to tell me what to do. Yeah. At, at all. But then, you know, it, it's okay to take a look at the scary side too because if we aren't careful and we don't get back on track, what does that look like? I tell you what, diabetes, go to the, high blood pressure. diabetes, high blood pressure, go to, uh, medicate prescription medications. Yeah. I don't want that. No, you don't. And when I look at our team, everyone is so strong. I mean, it's just so cool to see. And we're not over the top. We're not over the top in our workouts. We're not over the top in our nutrition. We're just, yeah, and I know you would pay attention to this. Our better injury. What's the injury rate? Oh, zero. Or close zero. To I mean, I, yeah, it's close to nothing. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, and it's not because we're doing nothing either. We're working hard. Oh, we're, but, yeah. But, the stuff we do is, is, is But tough. we need to be smart because we have people have jobs to go to and people have kids to take care of. And we don't have, most of us don't have the you luxury of time for recovery, like no. a recovery from an injury. We got to keep moving. That's a great, I didn't even think about that, but you're right. I mean, that's a very conscious part of the sustainable training that we do is 
and I guess I've been doing it for a while. I haven't thought about it, but that every workout I plan on, all right, we we got to come out of this thing. We've got life to do at the end. At, when this workout's yeah. done, we have a full day of life, and then we got to be back tomorrow. We got to come back. We got to be back for tomorrow's training. Yeah, and so, you're yeah. always responding to people that need modifications. I see that all the time. Yeah. Um, you know, maybe the pull-ups aren't working because they need to do the the bands yeah. because of whatever's going on with them. You're always there with a modification so the workout's appropriate for the person. Very cool. That's, Thanks for the reminder. Yeah, that's, that's good. That's good. Yeah, yeah, that is good. I mean, you you can't kill each workout, or when I say the word kill each workout, it means work so hard that you've got nothing left for the day and you hurt yourself. If you are going to push so hard that you, that you injure yourself, then you're not going to meet your goal of getting healthy and living a, a healthy lifestyle and taking care of people in your family because you're sidelined. So you've yeah. got to be smart in your workouts. You've got to be smart in your training program. And um, and you, yeah, I read this when I started the long-distance triathlon training from uh, Dr. Joe Friel is less is more when you're training for, for endurance. And life is an endurance. It's a marathon. And less is more. But showing up is important. So yeah. just be consistent and then uh, get through the workout and then make sure you got enough to come back tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. So um, let's see. All right, what you've got? Uh, you're 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 in the morning. Your kids are getting out of school. You're you're trying to get the, everyone out of the, out of the house and start your day. What do you feed your kids for breakfast? Yeah, give us some examples. Uh, well, it depends on how organized I am. When I'm really organized, and actually, you know what? I have that in my freezer right now. I'll. I'll pre-mix something with eggs and sausage okay. and something like that. So it's all pre-made and individually wrapped and they can microwave it. Now, they'll go through phases where they love that and they eat it. And then sometimes they don't. So if it's a bagel with peanut butter on it, that's fine. As long as it's a non-GMO organic bagel with organic peanut butter, I'm cool with that. So it's that's, what, kinda, that's where the nutrition comes in. It's what you're putting in your body. It's the quality of the food. And then I always I want them to have a protein with... The carbs to start okay. their morning. I think a protein in the morning is good. And okay. Now I'm not eating the bagel with the peanut butter because that bagel isn't what I need at you know 44 years old yeah. <laughs> to eat. For, you're, for you're not swimming two hours. I'm not swimming for two hours and I'm not growing. <laughs> so I'm going to eat an egg and half a grapefruit. Okay. But um, All right. so yeah, so I just think probably some protein and um, and they're also they're required to be pretty self sufficient. So. There, I'm at exercise class. They have to set alarms and wake up on their own. Cool. I make the sandwiches and they're in the fridge, but they pack the rest of the lunch themselves. Awesome. They get their own breakfast. The boys do, not Jim, but the boys get their own. And um, that's, I'm going to take some notes skills. for my 18 yeah. year old. And, and there have been a couple of days Jeff's gotten to school and he packed his lunch, but it had everything but the sandwich. And I'll tell you, hunger will motivate you to get a little more organized and responsible. Okay. <laughs> so they survived that. Okay. Yes. All right. That's yeah. tough. Yeah. All right. Good for you. <laughs> Um, all right. Uh, do you have any last piece of advice for um, another busy anyone? Anything? Any advice think, for busy parents out in the world? Yeah, I think this kind of just pertains to life and nutrition and fitness. Is you cannot, you can't be a victim and a hero at the same time. And that's just my. I've held on to that for a long time. That's my kind of my mantra. So, doesn't matter if it's relationships, if it's. Um, I, you know, my because of my job, I can't. All the reasons why you can't. If you want to be a victim of your circumstance or a victim of another person, you won't be a hero. So be a hero. That's it. Very cool. Yeah. Thank you, Michelle. Thanks. Hey, thank you so much for listening to the Get Fit Workforce podcast. 
Uh, if you like what you heard, please go to iTunes and subscribe to our podcast. That would be so awesome. And to learn out more about learn more about our, what we do, you can visit us at getfitworkforce.com. Thank you.